And that's why it's not Taco Thursday. What's going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, the podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. Here in Atlanta, Georgia, I am Adam Johnson. And here in Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. I do need to preface, like, we don't discuss this before. I literally just, whatever comes off the dome, just literally And it's brilliant. Every week, every week it's brilliant. I would not agree with you. Well, every week it's adequate. Every week it's different. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's at least, at least you can say that. Yes. Um, in other news, how's it going? You know, can't complain. Can't complain. My whole last month has been headed toward a big old presentation at work that was this afternoon to about 300 folks on Zoom, which is, I can I can be in a room of 300 folks talking. Uh, it's not a problem. Being Knowing that there are 300 folks that I can't see their faces of on the other side of a Zoom connection is a little unnerving. I don't know. I feel like I'm the exact opposite. Mm. I would rather like think that there are people that I don't see than seeing them in, in real life. Interesting. I, I just want the feedback. You know, I'm just... I'm a, it's the same, same when I'm playing, like I'm just all about the connection and if that's not happening, I start to wonder if I even oh, exist. I'm, I'm you know? not, I'm a complete sociopath. The, the connection is the thing I, I loathe more than gotcha. anything. Well, there you go. We're different that way. I did hear of a very interesting story where a, uh, a lady who was like on like a school board or something, uh, and not very popular with her opinions, um, was like one of those people that like. We, we need to get rid of her, but they're like, we can't get rid of her because of yada, yada, yada. And then on a Zoom call with like 150 attendees, she like took her computer into the bathroom. And um, they were like, hey, why don't you uh, like resign? Because like a bunch of people, including your students, uh, you know. Saw your business. Yeah. And she did. So that's the end of that story. I mean, it's. It has a beginning, a middle, and an end. I'll say that about that What story. a delightful yeah. hellscape we are in right now. <laughs> it is. Cheers. <laughs> uh, Cheers to my green screen beer. That's right. It's nice. Uh, have you been playing at all? Well, um, so last weekend on Sunday afternoon, I had yep. what was going to be a Clanky Lincoln's gig that turned into a Cold Iron Ray gig. And we did play that, and it was quite fun. Um, I think it was the right call. Um, you know, the acoustic duo is a really good Sunday afternoon listen, and yeah. the Clanky Lincoln's are a really good Friday night show. So just timing-wise, I think it was better, and, um, and, and we nailed it. We nailed it. It was great. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one thing that is um, just a story I could tell from it. Um, Please. That afternoon, Taylor texted me and said, we need to add under the bridge chili peppers. Yeah. Love that song. Haven't played it forever, but you know, and it's been a while since I tried that intro. So I kind of pulled it out and reminded myself of that. And then, um, I said, are you singing it? And she said, well, I could, but my idea was you'd sing it and I'd pick up harmonies. Cool. Fine. So I threw it in the set list and we got to it. And I was like, I turned to her and said, really? She said, yeah. So I played it and I sang it. And I got to the chorus and she nailed these gorgeous harmonies over top of the, you know, that aren't in the original recording, but she, yeah. she completely did, you know, and it was the whole place kind of stopped and whoop. And uh, for a tune we hadn't rehearsed at all, it was, uh, it was good. It's just, you know, it's a good, it's a good thing to work with partners who sort of know what they're about and can think on their feet and can create stuff and you can lean on each other. And um, it's a good experience. It's a very good thing. Well, it's also the electricity around doing something that like is unproven. Yeah. You know, can it be done? Yeah. And then when it does, even if it only goes kind of right, like that's still, that feeling is amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's good. It's good. Tight roping a song is uh, a good So, thing. well, let's get into the nuts and bolts of that. How do you play that main uh, progression? Because I learned it probably out of Guitar World at some point, implying that like I'm always using my thumb to hit the root notes. Oh, that's way fancier than I do it. I just play the chords. I don't, I don't voice it in any particular way. I, I haven't okay. studied it that hard. Um, I could, I suppose I do sometimes, but not with that one. Yeah. So like if you're, if you, if you play it the way that John Frusciante plays it, like he's doing like all of these F form chords with a thumb hitting that, the, the low notes. Okay. Um, and also like doing octave parts using his thumb and his ring finger huh. doing the slides and stuff. Yeah. It's an interesting, but like, it's one of those things where you see it on paper and you're like, wait a minute, what? And then you play it like on a strat, like down around your ankles. You're like, oh no, no, no. Well, that, that makes perfect sense. I get that. Yeah. I did have to go back and study the the slide part of the intro. Had to figure out what that was exactly. Cause it's not just sliding that D form. It's, it's something else. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean that, that song in itself is kind of a masterclass. I would say it's like, that's one of those like quintessential nineties, how to guitar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And compositionally too, you get to that E major seven. It's like, Oh, there's <laughs> that's an unusual chord choice. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody would argue that John Frusciante is a uh, very uh, competent musician. For sure. So, yeah. Well, I'm glad that all worked out for yeah, you. Um, it was fun. The only musical endeavors I have had um, happened yesterday. Um, I, um, I made a Craigslist deal with a stranger on the internet, as you do, um, to pick up a short scale bass for my son for Christmas. Sweet. Um, don't tell anybody, you guys. It's from Santa. Santa knows what's up. Yeah. Santa's Santa bringing up. my um, seven-year-old a cajon this year. So Okay. Um, it's, a, it's a short-scale Gretsch burgundy dual humbucker bass. Pretty. All it's right. really cool. Yeah. Um, got a good deal on it. And then um, I, I dovetailed that meeting into a meeting with our new uh, music director mm. and gave him a hard drive full of all of our stuff. And um, so we're going down, we're going down the Ableton path finally. Okay. And talking about some other things, you know, production wise, um, maybe changing up the console. Uh, we are an X32 family, but we are considering maybe switching over to like an M32 core uh, and a DL32 uh, IO box. Mm-hmm. So going from 16 channels in and eight channels out to 32 channels in 16 channels out in roughly the same form factor, maybe like an extra rack unit or not. Um, in relation to that, I am unfortunately taking possession of my PA again. <laughs> it is going into the rehearsal dungeon that I'm currently using for all of the stuff that we do. Yeah. You're podcasting from the podcast dungeon right now. Indeed. Yeah. And you know, I feel like zoom and the background that I've chosen give me way more credit than I deserve. Cause I get so many people going, man, I see that gang of four, uh, poster back there. <laughs> uh, it's Susie and the Banshees and you know, the sex pistols and all that stuff. It's and this super is just, cool. It's so this, cool. It looks great. And I wish that I could take credit that I'm sitting in a room with parquet floors and uh, all of this stuff. But unfortunately this is a, uh, a backdrop from an art, uh, museum that did a installation on punk advertising. Nice. So that's good. I do. I, like I am it. a little covetous of the police posters right over your head. 
Well, there's like there's like the REM poster. Also cool. Over also cool on that side, yeah. and you know you've got God Save the Queen. Yeah, the and, cure over your left shoulder there. It's yep. super nice. Yeah, it's super you know, nice. We may be leaving out our audio uh, content consumers at the moment, but it's but listen, think, Jeff, go find us. Go go watch this. It's nice. Yes, if you really want to know what's what's happening, you can find us on Facebook during the live stream or on uh, YouTube, which we're where we post all of this supplemental content in more bite-sized chunks, you know, you know, the, the, uh, the podcast medium is, uh, is a thicker medium. It's more personal. It's more engaged. Um, but more, sometimes um, we take really good conversations and we break them down into smaller bits. Cause it's hard to, we, hard to watch YouTube while you're commuting. It's true. Uh, but podcast perfect. Absolutely. So on, uh, please don't, by note, the way, watch YouTube while you're commuting. Just don't do that. Oh yeah, absolutely not. Um, but I am going to take this opportunity to talk about something nice that somebody said about us. So, um, if you want to be featured on one of our episodes, all you have to do is leave a review on Apple podcast or Stitcher or, uh, our Facebook page, and maybe we'll read it out to the world. This one is from, uh, the podcast app. It is from K a Smith 81. It was, uh, left back in October. It's a five-star review. It says witty and helpful. Dan and Adam want to see their listeners succeed at whatever level they play the cover band game at. If cover band life is your hobby or profession, this show has something for you. So big thanks nice. to KA Smith 81 for, uh, leaving us a five-star review. Um, anything that you can do for us to help us out would be super great because this is the only way that we get kind of shared out in the world. Speaking of being shared out in the world, we have a contest going on right now. So for those of you who missed last week, uh, we are doing a holiday gift guide contest where uh, we are giving away anything on the gift guide that uh, we sent out. And I didn't ask you about this. We're going to let them pick. I think we should let them pick. Works for me. I think that's good. You know, this is a this is a uh, freedom of choice situation. Love it. So if you uh, check out the gift guide and there's something on there that you fancy, all you have to do is post a link to that video on your social media page, tag the show, tag me and Dan so that we can take note of it. And we will pick somebody on Christmas Eve to get one of the items on that list. Um, as of right now, odds are pretty solid. Ever in your favor, for sure. Um, and if you listen to that episode and there's nothing on that list that you want, you should comment on the YouTube and tell us that we're up in the night and what really we should have been talking about. That would be also good. I did see a couple of good suggestions. There was a guy that said some kind of um, like flashlight that you can stick in your mouth. <laughs> not, that you can't stick your, not that you can't stick a flashlight normally no i'd fully get it the- i fully get it you know because it's dark on stages and you got to chase wires around that's that's good that's good i mean yeah, a, head, a headlamp would be not, nice yeah but not quite as rock and roll as sticking a flashlight in your <laughs> maybe mouth. we'll make yeah. an exception if somebody makes a good suggestion and they win the contest yeah if they really want a mouth flashlight we can <laughs> i'm sure we can hook that up <laughs> <laughs> that maybe that, that might be the, the thing that really you know seals the deal. Uh, just puts it over the uh, top. But man, think about winning that contest, of getting a Lasco air mover for Christmas. Yeah, or an SM58. A hundred percent, man. There's your there's your bevy for all all our drinkers out there. There you go. So, any other pertinent, fun, interesting information you wanted to drop in this week? Um, no, I'll think about it later. Probably, probably interrupt everything. I will say this for our quad cortex fanboys. Um, 
I'm starting to see all of the Instagram and YouTube uh, influencers get theirs. Yes. So I'm under the impression that they're coming. Yes. Actually, um, uh, Neuro put out a message today um, just trying to quell all of the, oh my God, somebody's going to get before me uh, noise. Um, and it was good. They're saying like, look, if you haven't seen people talking about, hey, they hit me up for my payment, then nothing's happening. And also no distributors have it. And that's not a thing. So they're just trying to like, <laughs> calm the internet's uh horses horses and um i don't know that may be there may be no way to calm the internet's horses in 2020 but they're attempting it so that's good <laughs> well that is fantastic news i'm very glad that things are going the way that they're going for everybody yeah but let's go ahead and dig into it man let's do it so let's talk about some things um you know, going through our uh, our statistics and like our post history, um, there are certain episodes that do better than others. And if we were to like go through and count up all of the things that have done really, really well, as far as 2020 is concerned, the number one episode was an episode that we did way back when called Setless Doctor 90s Edition. It's a good one. What did we do? In Setlist Doctor 90s edition. Well, we had somebody who was in a 90s band come and show us their set list, and we provided a medical opinion. Yeah. And uh, it uh, performed some surgery on it, and it left um, in bandages, but um, <laughs> eventually it healed. So Did, uh, that, just, that, that, that metaphor at some point along the way uh, ran out on me, but I kept going. Yeah, I that kept was a, going. That's what yeah, I, that's you what kind I of, it, we kind of lost it there at the end, but yeah. that's okay. That's what, that's what this entire medium is for. Exactly. Um, so we uh, discussed this in length because we have very thorough meetings about what we're going to talk about before these episodes air. Um, and we decided that we would do another set list doctor because we're not doing anything. We might as well like pick apart the things that we normally do and kind of like dig into them. Yeah. And this week we are going to do a top 40 band. And so for those of you who don't do that kind of work, this may not be super interesting to you, but for those of you who do, or people who are interested in this kind of realm, um, I think this might be interesting stuff. And so, I think there are, I think there are broader lessons about setless design that we can sort of rope in. I don't think you have yeah. to necessarily know this material. I don't know it all. Um, yeah. but I think we can talk about sort of, concepts of setless design that are that are that are universal right so um this set comes all the way from nashville tennessee uh from my band uh my friend nick valisi who has a band called nick valisi and the misfit toys nice um <laughs> they are a uh they're a four-piece group uh in the nashville area doing mostly like the honky-tonk type stuff but they have decided that they are just not going to do the standard bar band fair uh and so they have taken on a pretty i would say uh brave uh innovative yeah like interesting angle uh with their stuff um so nick is uh is a guy that uh i've been in contact for a long time he um he's one of those guys that we have done some coaching with and um you know we've just been trying to help him and his group go further faster. Uh, and he sent me, uh, the, their set list. He's one of those guys, by the way, their band is crazy. They do, they do like three, four hours straight through. They do not take breaks. Wow. They're just one of those guys. They're, they're just out there. And, um, 
you know, it's not for everybody, but uh, his band has grown accustomed to that and they've got a pretty good thing going on. So cool. um, I feel like it's, uh, I feel like it's worth, you know, mentioning. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to, we're going to kind of walk through some of their stuff. We were, you know, the, the, the deal that he sent me was like 11 chunks. It's a, it's a pretty solid group of group of tunes. Um, but I wanted to kind of explain it. So, um, what he has is what they call an, a, a block set. So what that means is they've got, a, in this case, the one that he sent me is 11 blocks, which is, uh, each block has like five to six tunes in it. Yeah. And they basically just do them back to back. And, um, and it's on tracks, so, right? So he yeah. has them in ch- tracked in chunks of five. So they bang right, right into each other. It's a really good way to do it. It's, it's just in short, it's a really good way to do it. You can move those pieces around and use them in different orders, but you get sort of a, a pass through five songs that is consistent and a track that plays through them and keeps you organized. And um, it's, it's, a, it's a good approach. Yeah. So um, the way that he explains it is it's sectioned off into five song blocks because they run it in 20 minute chunks. Drummer triggers the clicks and the tracks and the voice of God, which is their, their cue track announces the next song as each one ends. That way there's no dead air, no looking around, just boom, boom, boom. It's good. Then depending on the room, uh, we'll banter a bit, introduce the band, whatever. We'll move on to the next one or we'll just keep banging them out. Depends on the room. Um, Nick's comment was sometimes (laughs) there's some really happy looking girls and some really unhappy looking boyfriends and we just keep it moving. It's important. And, uh, if if you guys don't follow Nick Felici on any social media, you absolutely should. Um, he's an insanely talented uh, singer and guitar player, and uh, on top of that, he's just like a funny person. So I would highly recommend that. Um, his particular deal was he says everything is perfect up through block five. After that, um, he needs to do some reordering. Um, he says it's not that the songs themselves don't work; it's just the structure of some of them doesn't move as fluidly as the first five. So why don't we just blow through um, these these chunks and then we can kind of like dig into the part where he's saying he's having a bit of an issue. Let's blow chunks. And I will say that, um, <laughs> sorry, um, for me looking at this, a lot of these are pop hits. You can't help but know them. A lot of them are actually a little bit surprising choices. Great, but yeah. like not obvious ones. And there are some that if you hum them for me, I bet I know them, but the name doesn't mean anything to me. Sure. So um, that's kind of where I'm coming into this. So. Yeah. And also let me, um, let me clarify a couple of things because if, as we start going through this list, um, I would say 70 to 80% of the tunes that they're doing are female mm-hmm. fronted tunes. Um, Nick is a, uh, is a guy who, with a, with a higher upper range. And so that's kind of their angle is that they're a, um, they're a rock band that plays really poppy tunes and primarily doing female fronted stuff. Mm. So, you know, just throwing it out there, this set list isn't going to be for everybody, but, uh, just wanted to kind of throw out some, you know, some ideas, you know, maybe the, the five song block thing is, is a good idea for you, or maybe, um, talking about matching, uh, BPM and kind of keeping things in blocks might be something that's helpful to you or, you know, just something to kind of think about. So yep. let's go through it. First of all, they open their set with 24 karat magic. Strong. You know, um, if you, uh, if you, if you have the tracks and you've got that nice little, like, uh, Roger Troutman zap intro, uh, that's a great, strong, kind of like, it's a strong intro. Yeah. Uh, they go from that immediately into cake by the ocean and to sucker. So you've got 
you know, like a DNCE Jonas brother kind of tie in. Um, and you'll see that a lot. They've actually got like a bunch of blocks where they have the same artists or similar through line artists kind of tied together. Uh, after sucker, they got baby one more time, some Britney Spears and then just dance some lady Gaga. Do you play baby um, one more time? Uh, yes. I do that one acoustic it, and I love it. I've done it with, uh, two different bands, both of the nineties groups that I, uh, work with do it. Um, we do it acoustic and, and I sing lead on it and it slays. There you go. Yeah, it's great. All right. So that's, that's chunk one, chunk two, bad guy, Billy Eilish, TikTok, uh, Kesha juice, which is some Lizzo. Um, you know, our, our buddies up, uh, up in Iowa, the pork tornadoes, they do, uh, some Lizzo as well. Yep. It goes over really well. Yep. Uh, going into bye, bye, bye in sync. And that might be the oldest tune on this whole, this whole show. Yeah. There's some, there's some that go back a bit further. Uh, and then they've got sorry, which I believe is a Justin Bieber song. Okay. Uh, that is in a block two block three, Alejandro, some more, uh, lady Gaga, Gaga. truth hurts some more Lizzo. I want it that way. Backstreet boys followed by everybody backstreets back, yeah. which are pretty close together They're about 10 BPM between the two of them. Um, and then into jealous, which is a Nick Jonas tune. Do you know that one? I don't uh, make it hellish. I still get jealous. Okay. Too maybe sexy, beautiful. Oh yeah. 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 Okay. What's your name? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, uh, yep. forgive me not warming. No, up. it was pretty good for cold. Actually. <laughs> um, all right, block four, hot and her. Some Nelly. <laughs> I do that one acoustic and it slays. Partially because I play the intro and like the whole room's like, he's not. <laughs> I love that. I'm like, good gracious. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, moving into uh, Toxic, some more Britney Spears, hella good. Uh, no doubt, Rock Your Body, some JT. And then Seven Rings, which I believe is an Ariana Grande song. I don't know it. That's I, I think that's another one of those where if you heard it you'd know. I it. imagine. Um, now again, these are ambitious tunes. These aren't songs that you just can't like pull out. Like maybe Hella Good and and Rock Your Body you could probably make happen. Hot and Her you could probably make happen. There's a lot happening in Hot and Hot and Her. It's a um, it's complex actually more than more than it seems. Yeah. Um, Toxic is in my opinion one of the greatest '90s pop tunes. Mm. I mean, actually, these pop tunes in general, the production on that song is insane. And it does have some good, some really cool guitar parts in it. It's kind of like a like a like a James Bond kind of, you know, Jimmy Gunn, you know, right. spy style guitar tune. That's cool. Yeah. All right. Block five. So so far, we are like we are in the zone. So we're not really there's not a lot of uh, critiquing here. We're going to have to get into the back half to really get into what's going on. Uh, Dark Horse, Katy Perry, Your Love Is My Drug, Kesha, Uptown Funk. So, like, right in the middle of the set, you drop that, like, everybody knows that song, boom, dance floor filler. Yep. Uh, Bad Romance, which is a, you know, upon reflection, that's a fantastic song to follow that one up yep. by. Yep. Um, they're, they're roughly the same BPM, uh, Uptown Funk around 115, Bad Romance around 119. So you could kind of get away with doing those really close together. Um, wrapping up with Oops, I Did It Again, which is, you know, kind of dropping people on their, uh, on their rear ends because it's about half the speed. It's about 90, 95 BPM. Yeah, but it's still a banger. Oh, yeah. Yeah. People are definitely into that one. Yeah. So, um, now his, if you're not, sorry, go ahead. I was, I'm saying if you're not, if you're a nineties group, you're not doing any Britney Spears, like just get over yourself. And no, you got to do it. 
So what do you have to say? Well, so he said that up until here, the show's going great. And after that, the flow starts to get iffy. To, to, I mean, to specifically, he said when, after Oops, I Did It Again, like the energy drops off. Well, yeah. And here's here's my, um, the, the, the Dan setlist theory that is so far being, um, and here's the thing about my, about rules is you can break them. That's the thing with rules. You have to know the rule to break it, right? You have to understand yep. why you're breaking it, but rules can be broken because that's how art works. Um, but the rule of mine that's being broken so far is there's really yep. not much movement of the energy. It's all sort of top level energy. It's all, we've been banging from go till now. And in my experience, you will wear out a room if you do that. And it's really hard to get anything going after they're like, you, you've now beaten them up for five 20 minute sets. So it's been like an hour and 40 minutes now of full, you like, like, like annihilated. you've been slamming them for an hour and 40 minutes. And then you're surprised that like the room's kind of going to go get a drink. Uh, you know, I, I feel like a set needs to have some more movement than this does in the first five. Um, I'm not, it, and, and again, I'm not religious about that. And a person could certainly make an artistic decision that's different than that. But for me, I feel like there, I, th I feel like part of the problem is we get here and there's kind of nowhere to go. Sure. That's sort so of my I, first thought. So I, so as a person who is, who has played in the Nashville music scene, I think what they are accounting for is, um, a high turnover rate. Okay. Could be. So if you're playing downtown and, and people are kind of coming and going, you don't necessarily have the luxury of riding a wave because the people, the, the room is resetting about every 20 to 45 minutes. And so I would say that you need to tell that same story just faster. Sure. I'd say there needs to be shape happening every 20 to 40 minutes. Sure. Yeah. I think that, I think that's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you know, other, right. otherwise it's just, it's just an assault, you know, it's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just hitting you in the head for the whole time you're there. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's literally what this, this has yeah. been doing up yeah. to this entire And point. that doesn't and, and, mean that the, you know, the, the lower energy stuff isn't filler. There's still yeah. like awesome material to do there that will fully like engage people and get them on, on your side and all that stuff. Um, but I would consider mixing up, mixing things up a little more. Sure. And you know, I, I would argue with like block three, not a single song is above 110 BPM. So that's like a down level, but like you don't think about truth hurts that Lizzo song as a down song. It's, it's the slowest song out of all of them, 79 BPM. But because of the content, the way that it's written, you're going to get that like high energy response right. Right. just based on the content. Right. I mean, I want it that way as a little ballady. Um, yep. a little, but still, still but the, sort of the nostalgia it's, it's got, of it and the, it's got that, it's got that don't stop believing level of like right. nostalgia, for sure. like emotional. No, yeah. People are going to engage feels. like it's a banger. That's yeah. hundred percent. Absolutely true. Absolutely. Especially you follow it with Backstreet's back and it's like, you know, yep. where you're right into, you got them, you got them right where you want them. Yeah. All right. So let's go into, in, into set six. Cause this is apparently where he needs our help. Um, so here's the five song block and I've already got an idea about this. So they go, um, from oops, I did it again into Hey Ya by outcast into, uh, don't start now, which is, I believe, um, no, I can't think of I don't name. Think I know it. Uh, Dua Lipa, uh, um, okay. into crazy, which I believe is probably at one twelve. It's probably the Britney Spears version, not the, um, uh, Narls Barkley. Yeah. Into No Scrubs, Into Party in the USA. So my thought is, 
is if you're ending with oops, I did it again, and you're trying to bring pe- you're trying to keep people up, I would put party in the USA right after. That's exactly what I was thinking. Um, and if you're looking at it from a musical standpoint, you're looking at 95 BPM to 96 BPM. You could almost like not stop. Mm-hmm. And then just keep on moving into, into that. Which makes you think maybe those two should be in the middle of a chunk together. Yep. That's a totally fair assessment. And I feel like Hey Ya could be the end of the, of the chunk instead That's of the exactly beginning. what I was thinking. I think Hey Ya is a good ender to go because that'll wear out a room hard. And then you're like, yep. hey, we're the Misfit Toys. You know, that's a good moment to introduce the band. Um, yep. Not over dead air. You know, have the bassist and drummer be doing something. Right. But, um, um, yeah. So, I mean, in my professional opinion, I would actually flip this song list. Yep. So go so go from the uh, Britney Spears tune, do Party in the USA, No Scrubs, Crazy, Don't Start Now, into Hey Ya. Yep. Just flip the whole thing on its head. Yep. I think that would be. <laughs> You're my cat. I think that would be better. That's all good. <laughs> I got a I got a new dog upstairs, so I get that. All right. So uh, Nick, I hope you're listening. I think we should flip uh, set six on its head. Um, let's go into chunk seven. Uh, American Boy, which is uh, I can't think of the main artist, but I know that Kanye West has a feature on it. Uh, sorry, not sorry, which is Demi Lovato was like such a baller song. Yeah. I really love that song. Yeah. Uh, only human. I want you back again in sync with a throwback and poker face. Um, I think sorry, not sorry could probably top that one off. Uh, American boy is a very, very good song, but I don't think it's got the, the recognition level as some of the other tunes in this chunk. Yeah. Um, I think sorry, not sorry would probably be my choice. Um, and I've talked about this. (laughs) on previous episodes, if you've not watched, uh, the guy who produced that song, he, um, there's a video of him on YouTube, like walking through the production process on that tune. It is amazing. I think I probably watched that, that video like once every six weeks, just because it's such a great, um, kind of mindset switch on how to approach, uh, creating music and just like songwriting and that kind of thing. So you should definitely check that out. Cool. Um, maybe I'll drop a link in the show notes. Um, but yeah, I think I think switching um sorry not sorry and then you know, I feel like everything else kind of fits where it needs to go. Because it is it it kind of like speeds things up and slows them down. Maybe go sorry not sorry into only human cuz they're both kind of slower. Mm-hmm. Um and then do like American boy, I want you back and poker face kind of end really hard on that um on the Lady Gaga tune. What do you think? I like that. I like that. Anything that has sort of a move to it is going to be good. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, you've always talked about that. You kind of like, you, you want to wave. Yeah. I mean, my set list essentially is a W. Yeah. Start, start high, kind of bring them into some thinkers, middle dance set to kind of bring energy there for a while and sort of back it off and then end strong. That's kind of my basic set list design philosophy. Now this is a three hour set list. So, you know, you're gonna have to do that many times in the course of this. I'm trying to think of when I would pee during this whole situation. Well, right. You know I mean? Crucial to, <laughs> you know, think these things through. All right. Let's get into the last three chunks. I think we're, I mean, we're on the home stretch now. We are. Um, chunk nine, dance to the world ends. More Britney Spears, locked out of heaven. Some more Bruno Mars, Crimea river love game, which is uh, lady Gaga and then pony. Um, which I mean, 
from a vibe standpoint, drops the like the whole mm-hmm. thing like way way down. It'd be interesting to see what happens in a room when that when that happens. I mean, either they're gonna, you know, double down on their engagement, or it's gonna sort of kill the room. Yeah, but I feel like I mean, Pony's one of those songs that, especially like if you're doing it after being been at it for three hours, like you're gonna get you're gonna yeah. Yeah. That whole chunk. Yeah. I just realized that I totally skipped over a, a, a chunk of things. So let's oh, back up. Sorry. Sorry. Um, let's go to chunk eight. We were on nine. So we're let's go back to eight. Good mm-hmm. as hell. More Lizzo. Larger than life. Backstreet Boys. What do you mean? Some more Justin Bieber. Can't feel my face the weekend. And then talk, which I think maybe a Doja Cat song. I can't remember because I'm old. I'm not even going to try to know because I'm older. <laughs> Anyway, um, I feel like that works uh, pretty solidly. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know, maybe swap what do you mean and can't feel my face because larger than life and can't feel my face are roughly the same BPM. So maybe you can tie them together cl- more cleanly. I feel like you could, you could, if you put can't feel my face last in this, it gives you more tie-in opportunity with the next chunk. That's fair. It feels to me like a smooth song to come come out of a chunk on. So maybe go like Lizzo into talk in and then do the like larger than life. What do you mean? Can't feel my face in that order. Yeah. Something like that. Or what do you mean? Larger than life. Can't feel my face. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I think the whole idea there is you're, you're kind of playing this game between how familiar is this tune? Right. Um, how fast is the tune and kind of like figuring out how like, nostalgic is the real- tune? Yeah, so when you're looking at like for like the song that's playing versus the next song, you're kind of like taking those two factors and mm-hmm. kind of weighing them against each other to figure out what comes next. Yeah, and then and then I take a half a step back and kind of squint my eyes and look at the shape of it. Sure. You know, you you got to think both in terms of each transition, but also about the the again, the storytelling of the set. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So I mean, um yeah, I think that's pretty good uh Chunk nine, which we just talked about, which is Dance to the World Ends, Locked Out of Heaven, Crimey River, Love Game, Pony. Um, I think I like it like that. Maybe put Locked Out of Heaven on the top end. Yeah. Just because of, of the energy. Um, Till the World Ends is, is, is one, of the, one of the higher energy tunes. It, it does kind of drop as far as like BPM goes. Um, but I think ending on pony is not a bad idea. Yeah. Just because it's such a change. Yeah. And it's also just, again, that's one of those iconic tunes, Mm -hmm. you know, you hear, you hear the intro and you know, I mean, like it's an instant recognition kind of thing. So, you know, you can never go wrong with some genuine. All right. Uh, last two tracks we were on last two chunks were on the home stretch. A Telephone, um, which is Lady Gaga, You Drive Me Crazy, which is uh, Britney Spears, Same Man Name, Destiny's Child, Say So, I, I can't remember. I don't know. Uh, and then Sexy Back. So um, I feel like that's right. I think. This one know, has a nice shape. Say My Name is a is a, it's a groovy tune, but not high tempo. Right, but in the, and they drop it right in the middle, right? Exactly of all the other tunes, exactly. so it kind of gives you. So I think the the lesson here is that if you're going to slow the world down, your world down, make sure it is a memorable song for sure. Yeah, and that and that it has a trajectory. You know, we're headed back into something. Yeah, yeah. So in this one, you're kind of yeah, you're get it's a it's a V shape. You're going down mm-hmm. and up. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, I think that's I think that's that's perfectly solid. You go from 122 to 104 to 69 to 111 back up to 117. So you're kind of like, yeah, you're doing exactly that. Yep. You're going down and and going landing right back where you started roughly. Right. right. All right. This is it. This is the home stretch. Uh Paparazzi by uh Lady Gaga. So again, lots of lots of yeah. high high register but like very popular, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, they're basically doing you know, top 40 from the last 15, 20 years yep. and yep. they're hitting all the high points. Yep. Uh, forget you or uh, not, the other version, depending version. on yeah. what, I feel like at the end of the night, they're probably doing the record version. Of course they are. Of course they are. And we're trying to check the family friendly box on this podcast. So yep. yeah. Uh, dirty with two R's, which means that's the Christina Aguilera version. Right. Right. Uh, Naughty girl, which is uh, the Beyonce tune. Gotcha. That's the dun, dun, it's a good one. Yep. Uh, and then ending with Gimme More, which is, I feel like that feels a little obscure to me because that's a Britney Spears tune in like her like really murky, like meltdown portion. I'm not familiar with it. It's a, it's a song. It's a song. It's it, no, I mean, it, it's, it's not one of Britney Spears's greatest tunes, but I, I understand why you would play it. Um, at the end of a three to four hour set <laughs> at a, you know, at a honky tonk, like, like real late like, at night. Get me the hell out of here song. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, I don't know if it's necessarily the equivalent of don't stop believing, but it's definitely got, it's got the, uh, it's got all of the ingredients for, uh, a, a poor decision making. It's important. Situation. It's important. You know, another one to consider is, uh, drinking alone. Um, What's her name? Uh, Country. Oh, I thought girl. you were thinking. I thought you were mentioning. I thought you were talking like as a John as a thing to do. No, um, somebody's going to have to hit us up on the comments and tell me who's saying "Drinking Alone" because I can't come up with it in my head right now. But it's a great "Dancing Alone." That Robin tune. That's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah, but I think you know. So if you, I mean, if you if you've hung in there this long, you realize that like. They're in, they are like laser focused on a very specific right. part of the audience. Right. And they are probably, I mean, I, I don't, I don't know Nashville that well, but from what I do know, they might be the only band in town doing this material. A hundred percent. Um, which is great. Actually it's great. You know, and they're not necessarily doing like the regular spots. Like they're not necessarily doing like to- Tootsie's Orchid Lounge or, or that kind of thing, but they are playing like in that area and um, probably pulling a unique subsection of the uh, of the audience for sure, and an audience who isn't necessarily being catered to. You know what I mean? Oh, exactly. No, listen, and 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 a place that is so full of bar hopping like that is gonna. This is gonna be sticky for some percentage of those hoppers. You know, they're gonna stick yeah. around. So I think it's I think it's a brilliant choice. I think it's I think it's um, tactically really really smart. If that bar serves Cosmos, like they oh, are like golden, you're in. Or, or, or White Claws. Yep. Get it. Totally. So um, 
If you are interested in finding out more about Nick Felici and the Misfit Toys, uh, we will drop a link to all of their information in the show notes. Um, big thanks to Nick for dropping off this information to me. Um, he's a good dude, and uh, we've just kind of hit it off uh, over social media, and uh, I'm a fan of what he does. So I figured um, this would be the least that we could do to help them out. And I hope for any of you guys looking to get into the top 40 world that this is helpful to you as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Love it. This is a great, you know, so it's been tough, you know? Coming up with content? Yeah, coming up with content, but also finding ways to like be engaging in 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 a world where like the thing that we talk, we're supposed to talk about, we can't necessarily do. Right, right. You know? Right. Well, listen, Setless Doctor is a great one. And, and I think we'd be open to, you know, so far we've done 90s, we've done last 15 years of, of uh, uh, top, 40. top 40. If somebody wants to just hit me with some classic rock that I actually know every song, why <laughs> I can help you with that. <laughs> yeah. So if you want uh, us to do Setlist Doctor for your set list, email us coverbandconfidential at gmail.com or uh, DM us directly onto the Facebook page. You can also check out coverbandconfidential.com. We've got all kinds of information over there. Um, that's the best way to get in touch with us. And you know, where we are right now, we could use a little help um, getting some stuff filled out, kind of getting these uh, these episodes uh, prepped and and sent out before we can go back out and do some stuff. Yeah, you know we've it looks like we've got some uh, some good news on the uh, the vaccination front. Maybe we get back to this in the spring. Yeah, you know? maybe it's all about timing. In the meantime, the hope. in the meantime, it looks pretty bad out there. So, you know, yep. Stay safe. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Uh, don't go places if you don't have to. Yep. And um, you know, if you if you're working, just take the precautions you need to take. Done right. You know, we want nothing but the best for all of you guys. So, uh, thanks again for tuning in. Uh, if you want to support us beyond all the stuff that we were talking about, we've got a lot of plans. We got a lot of things that we want to do in the next coming year, and. Um, we want you guys to be a part of it. So if you want to be a part of it, do some of the stuff that Dan's about to drop right. into your lap. Uh, but other than that, we'll go ahead and call it for this week from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Adam Johnson from Greensboro, North Carolina. I am Dan Ray. You've been listening to the cover band confidential podcast, episode 132. Have a great week. Thank you so much for tuning into our podcast. If you want to help us, be sure to share us with your friends, follow us on social media, and if you haven't already, please leave a review for us on the podcast platform of your choice. Facebook.com slash CoverBandConfidential, Instagram at CoverBandConfidential, and Twitter at CoverBandConfid. If you have any questions, please email us at CoverBandConfidential at gmail.com, and consider supporting us on Patreon, Patreon.com slash CoverBandConfidential. And for more info, check out www.CoverBandConfidential.com.